0: Forty-three years ago. On this day, on her birthday. We met I met on her birthday. I used to see this good looking girl walking around town, blonde girl, and I thought, wow, she's nice. And, I, and then I heard, oh, she's got a boyfriend. I thought, ah. Shucks, you know. So but I kept my eye on her. One night I was decided to stay home from the pub. My mother was surprised. She said, you're staying home. I said, yeah, I'm going to watch TV with you tonight, Mum. She said, oh, that's good. So I watched TV with Mum for a little while and I got a bit bored. I said, Mum, I might just go up and have one beer. She said, oh, all right then. Anyway, I went up there. This is the providence of God, right? Not that he takes you to the pub, but... (laughs) (laughs) When I arrived at the pub, here she was with her sister. Playing pool she'd never been in the pub before because this was her 18th birthday she was allowed in the pub now so she's playing pool with her sister I thought what can I do to get her attention so I, I went up to her and said something really cool like g'day <laughs> <laughs> and I offered to have a game of pool with her and I let her win a couple of times And then at the end of the night, she wanted me to I asked her, could I drive her home? She said yes. I said, I think I drove you and Linda home. Dropped Linda off and Millie said, Oh, it's my birthday. It's a bit early to go home yet. And I said, Okay, let's go for a drive down the coast. So we went down to Wollongong Beach, walked along the beach, talked for I don't know how long, and then we got in the car and drove home. I dropped her off and that was the beginning of our relationship. Amazing, eh? How God works. On her 18th birthday. Then she got saved, and then I got saved. And what a wonderful story. Praise the Lord. Amen. So good to be back in church. I wonder, if we could we put that first scripture up there, guys? Uh, in Matthew 7:24. I'm gonna talk this morning about building your life upon the rock. Amen. <clears throat> Therefore. Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I'll liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall all right <clears throat> so most of us seen the images on tv recently with the floods with the house floating down the river <laughs> you remember that now no doubt that house wasn't built upon solid foundations somewhere along the line and it the storms came and the rain came and it got washed away. And that's what happens to our lives when we don't build our life upon the rock. Which is what? What's the rock? The rock is Jesus. When you build your life upon the rock, when the winds come and the storms come and the rains come and the difficulties come and the pandemics come and the lockdowns come, and all those things come if your life is built upon the rock you don't get washed away you stand strong you keep believing you keep trusting you keep knowing that god's in control and that he will never leave us nor forsake us amen we can weather the storm <clears throat> one of the things that inspired me with this message i knew that uh, this year we're building uh, we're talking about building and uh, I watched a program on TV called um, Seven Wonders of the Engineering World. And because I'm interested in engineering, can I get a water to you? i got one. Lovely. Not a beer. <laughs> Not a beer. <clears throat> so I was watching this program. And it was about a guy called Robert Stevenson that built... He, they actually said this in the, in the uh, documentary that he believed his life calling, God's calling on his life was to build lighthouses. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And so he had a vision to build, there was a, uh, a dangerous piece of uh, rocks right along the edge of this coastline where many ships would, would uh, become shipwrecked because it was so dangerous and was, most of the time it was covered with water. So he got a vision to build a lighthouse not up on the hill but actually down upon the rock. And everybody thought he was crazy because most of the time the, wa- the rock was covered with water but, uh, he, and so he only had a period of a couple of hours each day where he could work on the rock to build this tower. And so he built this, this uh, lighthouse, I think it was in 1908, still stands today do we have a photo of that no oh. couldn't find name. Eh? yeah up. anyway you can look it up you can see this light. it stands 35 meters tall it's been there for over 200 years and it's the longest-standing uh, lighthouse that's been built because most lighthouses are built up on the high high area but it's actually built right down below the water level. And the waters come and the storms come and for over 200 years, this lighthouse has been shining its beacon out. Why? Because so many ships used to get shipwrecked along there. Since then, they've only had one ship that's been shipwrecked and that was during the uh, during the war when they, they were not allowed to light the lighthouse. And so one of the... Uh, One of the warships came there and actually uh, became shipwrecked along there. So what has that got to do with us? Well, I believe that when you give your life to Jesus and your feet get planted upon the rock, you actually become a living stone. And we as the church are all like living stones been built together what are we held together with the incredible love of God do you know he this guy Robert Stevenson had to oh we got it there it is still standing today he he had to dig down through the I think it was just sandstone he had to dig down So he actually employed a blacksmith and all these guys had to go out and live on a ship for months on end. And uh, as soon as the tide went out, they'd have to go out and dig the foundation, dig the foundation. And then they'd have to bring in the granite stones that actually made the the lighthouse. The interesting thing about the foundation was the foundation had to be granite stones but because of the waves coming in, they had to lock together. So they made these stones like a jigsaw puzzle that were locked together to become the foundation. Do you know, you and I are locked together. Locked together with the love of God. Locked together with the purpose of God. We are being built together to become an awesome lighthouse that shines a light out. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father. Amen. We, some people think, ah, the church. Hey, the church is very important. The church is to be like a lighthouse for the world around about us to see. I'm not just talking about this church, but the church worldwide is to be a lighthouse so where to pe- where should people run to in the time of pandemic in the time of trouble in time where they where they don't know what to do times of confusion they should be running to the church to find the answers and we should have the answers for them amen a funny story years ago when i first came here they had a men's camp and uh Millie and I had bought this old church bus, and we did it up as like a bit of a camper. So I thought I'll take the bus up there. So we went out to Obron with all the boys. I took this uh, young Asian guy with me, and off we went to this men's camp. And of course, when I got there, they all they all ridiculed me. You know, said I was a sissy. You know, that's not camping. You know, this is a men's camp. What are you doing here with a camper? I was suffering a lot of persecution at the time. I was even thinking of uh, calling calling my brother over here in the Voice of the Martyrs because I felt like I was getting persecuted <laughs> so badly <laughs> Anyway, I weathered that storm and uh got into my camper in the big double bed and you know put the doona over and looked out the window and all the guys were in their tents and uh the little Asian guy that I took up with me added this little two, because I actually offered, I said, you can stay in here. He said, no, no, I want to camp. I said, okay, fine. So he set up his little two-man tent out there, and he's happy out there, and everybody's happy, until about three in the morning, (laughs) a huge storm. (laughs) Huge storm arose, and it was was blowing the the camper even, and I looked out my my Venetian blinds, (laughs) And here's all these tents just blowing over the place, and the, the little Asian guy that I took with me—he's got his little two-man tent, and it's pouring rain as well, pouring. And he's got an umbrella up inside his little two-man tent like this. <laughs> and it wasn't long before I got some. Yes, can we come in? <laughs> well, there was only two of them came in, but. The others were too proud. They stayed wet all night. They weathered the storm. (laughs) But isn't that like the church should be? Hey, I mean, poor old Noah. He preached for, I don't know, 70-odd years and uh, told them that the storm was coming, that the rain was coming. They didn't believe him. But I'm sure when the rains come and and the ark started to float, they were scratching on the door saying, let me in, let me in. The church is God's ark today to rescue people, to stop them being bashed against the rocks, stop their lives being shipwrecked, we have a purpose. So Jesus said, he was the light of the world. And then he said, well, he said, while I'm on the earth, I'm the light of the world. And then he said later on to the disciples, you you are the light of the world. Don't hide your light. Let it shine. I had a job to do for a Hindu man the other day and I knew he was a uh, very devout Hindu because he always wears the dot and he actually has a temple in his where he lives. He made a granny flat and made it into a temple, a Hindu temple. So on my way there, I'm saying, Lord, I want to shine my light for you today to this man. He's very devoted, but he's on the wrong track. (coughs) So when I got there, he said, oh, he said, we're not going to use that material now. He said, we're going to have to go down to Bunnings. He said, do you mind taking me down to Bunnings and we'll get the material and come back and do the job? I said, yeah, no worries. So he got in the car, locked the door. (laughs) No, I didn't lock the door. (laughs) I thought, Lord, this is my opportunity, driving to Bunnings. You know talking about the pandemic and all those things and i just said something simple like um you know it's, it's good to be able to trust god in this time eh?" because you know there's so much confusion around and so much disappointment and so many people are discouraged he said yeah you're right he said are you religious and i said well i'll tell you my story <laughs> So on the way to Bunnings, I gave him my whole testimony. I gave him some of this message. I told him about we need to build that. Jesus said, you've got to build your life upon the rock. And it was a very interesting conversation. He said to me after I finished, he said, so what sort of rules and regulations did you have to do after you did that? And I said, well, you know, the thing about it is, it's not about rules and regulations. It's about having a relationship with Jesus and I said he I, I said look I tried to do tried to be a good boy most of my life and went to confession every Sunday and when said the same things every Sunday knowing that I'd do the same things again I said so that wasn't working I said so it's not about us trying harder it's about us surrendering and giving our life to Jesus so he didn't become a Christian yet but he he took it in and he listened so I encourage you. I don't do that all the time, pray before I go to to every single place, but we should do, I think. Say, Lord, somehow, today, let my light shine in a dark place. Let my light bring hope. Let my light bring protection from shipwreck. Because people are shipwrecking their lives all around us, aren't they? And uh, we we have the answers amen so jesus is the solid foundation on which the church is built you know way back in isaiah was prophesied that the lord said he would build he would uh, i lay in zion a foundation a stone a tried stone a precious cornerstone and he that believes in him will not be disappointed amen who was that stone That stone, the cornerstone, is Jesus. You see, the cornerstone in masonry buildings apparently was a huge stone that they put down first and they made sure that was level and straight and from there all the measurements and levels were taken. Without Jesus as our cornerstone, without Jesus as our foundation, our life can go off in all sorts of directions. We've got to make sure we stay firmly upon the rock, amen and the storms come and the winds come and it doesn't matter because God is building us together why? As a temple a holy temple where God lives by his spirit, amen now one of the problems that Robert Stevenson had was how am I going to more to these big huge granite stones together and for it to go off before the next lot of waves come. He found out that volcanic ash mixed with lime and all sorts of other things made this gooey substance that he could put these stones together with and they would lock together and even be locked together before the before the the next lot of uh, tide came in. Amazing, isn't it? What are we held together with? The fiery love of God that comes deep from the heart of God, like a volcano, the love of God. We are held together. We used to sing that song, bind us together, Lord. Bind us together with love that or with cords that cannot be broken. We've got to be careful. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. Amen? Make every effort. When there's negative stuff arises, put a stop to it. Because God is binding us together. Building us together. To become a strong house. In which He dwells by His Spirit. So we can shine our light out to all the world. Amen. I started off with saying <clears throat> that scripture and uh, Andrew brought it up in the prayer meeting too. Romans fourteen twenty seven. The kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking, but it's about righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Do you know, if your life is built upon the rock, You are righteous do you know the scripture says we are the righteousness of God in him how outrageous is that how outrageous is that that we could be called the righteousness of God that we could have his righteousness you and I know our faults and our failures God's word says we are the righteousness of God. God's word says we are without blame and without blemish in him. In Christ we are. Amen. The next thing is peace. In him we have peace. He said, my peace I give you. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not the peace the world gives. I want to give you my peace. So if your life is built upon the rock, you have peace. In the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of all sorts of things that may happen or have happened, difficult times, we can have the peace of God that passes all understanding. Amen. And the next thing is joy. He gives us his joy. Amen. Jesus, can you... I. Can you imagine how Jesus was when he walked the earth with his disciples? I can imagine he was the most joyful person that you could ever meet. I imagine the disciples had so much fun with Jesus. Amen? Do you know it's important that we stick together? It's important that we still keep coming together. Because Hebrews says not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some is, but even more so as you see the day approaching. You heard about the boy, his mother come in to get him up for church. And uh, she says, come on, time to get up for church. He said, no, I'm not going today. She said, why not? Oh, nobody loves me in that church. She said, you've got to go to church. Come on, it's important for you to go to church. He said, give me two good reasons why I should go to church. His mother said, well, one, you're 40 years old, and two, you're the pastor. (laughs) So my prayer is today, Lord, bind us together. Build your church, Lord. I was singing a song yesterday, riding the bike. We went for a motorbike ride with Pastor Claude yesterday. It was so much fun so in my helmet i'm singing this song for i'm building a people of power for i'm making a people of praise that will move through this land by my spirit and will glorify my precious name build your church lord make a strong lord in the body of your son make us one lord in your spirit in the kingdom of your son. Amen. Is that a good tryout for the choir? Can I get in the choir now? I'm going to stay. <coughs> but that's what he's doing. He's building a people of power. He's making a people of praise. If your life is built upon the rock, I want to encourage you. You can be righteous. You are righteous. If your life is built upon the rock, you have the peace of God. Amen if your life is built upon the rock, your life can be joyous. No matter what's happening around about you, you can still have the joy of the Lord. is your strength within you. Amen? Praise his name. Praise his name. Let's have the musicians come up. And uh, <coughs> we'll just see what the Lord wants to do, eh? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Peter. Jesus <clears throat> Jesus said to Peter, Who do you say that I am? <clears throat> he said, Ah, oh, some say Prophet, Elijah, Jeremiah. He said, But Peter, who do who do you say that I am? Peter said you are the Christ the son of the living God and I love Jesus' response he said flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you this come from heaven this revelation came from heaven of who I am and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Do you know we as the church have the authority of God to bind things and to loose things? Sometimes we sit back too placid and too reserved to take authority over things. So what sort of things can we bind and loose? Well, sickness, amen. diseases, we can bind them. We can break their power. We can loose the healing of God and the presence of God in people's lives. Amen. We can bind the lies of the devil. I bind the lies of the devil this morning where the devil's been...